Just a quick reminder before we get into today's show, you can call or text us at 570-POD-WAD-1. That's 570-763-9231 with your ideas for icebreakers, topics, or just general feedback. We'll probably use it in the show, and you'll save us some creative energy, which we greatly appreciate. Find out everything about the show at yallheard.me. Now, on to the episode. Y'all heard? Hey, everybody. everybody. This is Y'all Heard. Y'all Heard. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Serve up the podcast of your dreams. So close your eyes and listen. In other words, I thought about that first. (laughs) We tell you things you didn't know. You needed to know. Except today is is very important on my end. So, Pete, how's your week? Ah, you know, I've been uh, going to work and doing whatever, and okay, I got a new a new creative idea popped into my brain. But it's not at the stage where I'm like wanting to talk about it, and so I'm gonna let it germinate a bit more. Okay. But that was nice to have my brain go, "Hey, look, you can still do this once in a while." <laughs> You're not old. No, I mean something creative. Oh, okay, okay. I can't at all. How about you? How's that work week going? How's that? How's that wrist life? Oh, they're like. Hashtag wrist life, everybody. That's hashtag wrist life. <laughs> I have to rewrite billboards or something. No, 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 not like not like highway <laughs> billboards, but subway signs and like bus stop signs and like just things that people see. And they're like, be creative. And I'm like, you're. I feel like. And I don't. I want to. I don't want to say this for fear of you being like, I know. But like, it sounds like you might be getting slightly abused in your uh, particular position right now, because they seem to make you do a lot of things that aren't necessarily just writing. Oh, job. I don't have to do the design. I don't, oh yeah, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I don't know though. I hate the whole like be creative thing because like I can make a very dynamic. Oh, Spoken yes. word performance piece at the drop of a hat. You could make a very attention-grabbing, compelling billboard. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But they wouldn't want to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could be creative in a way, but not everyone's creativity translates to This is to finally everything. my opportunity to put courtship of veneer in front of everyone. <laughs> Any office setting, I feel like I seem un- like uninteresting and not creative. Because I don't know how to apply my creativity in a in a restrained way. I only know how to go like unbridled creativity, all like insane, absurd. Every single portfolio I submit with every job I've ever had has like primarily articles about goth art. I could write other things. I just don't like when people tell me to be creative. I don't know that anybody should like that. Anyway. How was your week? Oh, you told me already. Yeah. I'm half asleep. I guess it was so great that you couldn't even remember. (laughs) No, I'm out of my mind this week. Today I thought somebody, they were trying to find music for a video, and I thought somebody said, do you have any boneless musical choices? And I said that out loud. I said, did he search for boneless (laughs) musical choices? And everybody heard it. it I feel like 
everyone listening is asking, what did they say? I don't know. Nobody ever told me the truth. Bonus? It definitely sounded like boneless. <laughs> oh, maybe they did say bonus. <laughs> I don't know. Icebreaker. I have an icebreaker for you. All right. Let's Did you figure out it. how to do the thing I told you? You tell everybody what you told me to do. I will say my piece, and then I will do it. <laughs> I told Pete to find the on this day thing in Facebook or memories, whatever, to yeah. find the list of things that happened on the same day. When they started this particular feature, there were some people that complained about it online, and they were like, I have had a traumatic past, and I don't want to be reminded about it when Facebook... Why was- did you put it on your Facebook? That's my argument. Facebook goes like on this day in history and perhaps like a loved one that you know died or something or like you were happy in a relationship 10 years ago but now it's putting it up in your face and that person like abused you or something like that (laughs) it irritated me because the other thing it does is it reminds you of all the inconsequential bullshit that you've been talking about on Facebook for your whole entire life (laughs) but I like to know at least when it started I'll say it wouldn't let you block it from showing up And I went, hide this, hide this, hide this. I would tell it like every day, stop showing me this. Please stop showing me this. Then I found out that Facebook added this accommodation where if there was a period of your life in which you you did suffer, say, some sort of traumatic experience, then you can actually enter in a date that you want to be omitted from the memories feature. Oh, I like that. So the dates that I put in were December 29th, 1900 to December 30th, 2100. (laughs) You're a moron. Effectively hiding all of my memories because I don't want to know anything that has happened in the past that's related to me. Yeah, I guess that was your icebreaker. Thanks. But while you cover yours, I'm going to try to take that date off and see what happens. Okay, so what I want you to do is not specifically find one. I want us both to open ours and just... (laughs) You don't want to know what my first one is. (laughs) Why? Because six years ago today, you posted a picture to my timeline. I did? Yeah. The meat heart? No, that's not it. Sorry, that's not it. My first one is an Archie thing. We don't have the same one. My first one is a picture that you drew. Uh, The note that you attached to it says, You need her in your life today. I could hear it in your voice. And she is holding a piece of paper that says, In time, my modern children. (laughs) That one doesn't count. That doesn't tell (laughs) anyone anything about you. It just tells them about me. Just pick a random one and then read it and then see if you could explain what was happening. So it's June 21st because just so listeners know, we are usually a little bit behind uh, or ahead or whatever you'd call it. I think behind is the right word and I don't know why I added all those other ones. But seven years ago, June 21st, 2011, I wrote something on Facebook that I'm still proud of to this day. And it is, I wrote, if I got rid of restraint, a lot of people wouldn't like me. And some people would absolutely love me. And uh, two people liked it. (laughs) Yeah, who said, who liked it? A person named Jenny and Matt Wilkie, our pal Matt Wilkie. Okay. And I'll also also throw this one in there. Uh, June 21st, 2010, Marissa posted a picture of me and our dear friend Cassie, who is now in Hotlanta. And uh, we are at Uh, Angelo's Pizzeria, I guess waiting for food, because we're not eating. Okay, we have different ones. And, and I I'm, wearing, say- I'm wearing a shirt that says Phillips on it that Marissa custom made for me. I remember that. I love that shirt. <laughs> I was going to say there was someone that I would have felt like would have liked that status. And if it had been that person, I would have thrown my computer onto the wall. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. The random one I pointed to was nine years ago. It says... That's a long time. Riss Vandal, that's my Facebook name, 
has lost most, if not all, of her patience slash tolerance, assuming she had ever had any. Residency conjures demons. <laughs> and only you like that. And everyone, residency was our grad school when we all had to be on campus with a bunch of full-grown adults for a whole week, and we couldn't leave. And it was a dark time in my <laughs> life. A very, very, very dark time in my life. I don't know if you've picked it up from this podcast. I wouldn't call myself antisocial per se, but I would call myself very judgmental. It's not, it's not our number one skill on our resumes. Yeah, I would say I'm fairly antisocial and judgmental, so I have to have to be with my entire graduate school people, and I'm a writer, so to have to be on a campus with writers for a whole week is disgusting. <laughs> My sister, nine years ago, wrote to me that says, just checking in, hope class is okay, because that was such a harrowing first semester for me. Yeah, fun fact, me and Pete went to grad school together. I was one year ahead of him, but we both hated this. <laughs> and... Ooh. I still live in the town where it happens, and so sometimes I will be walking outside and I will recognize someone and I will go, oh no, oh no. Or sometimes I will look out my window and see a woman walking with a face mask and an umbrella and little children's shoes with socks on, and I will go, that is clearly a writer. <laughs> my time at graduate school traumatized me so much that there is a person and they did not touch me. They did not do anything inappropriate. There is a person that if I simply see them, I will start crying. <laughs> I hope you like that vague trip down memory lane. <laughs> and if you don't, in time, my modern children, you will. <laughs> that was yeah. an inside joke for Marissa. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That maybe wasn't the best uh, icebreaker, but you know what? I think it was a good idea. It was a good idea. I'm sorry <laughs> that I hid all those years from my life. So, guys. I want to educate you, and I also I also educated myself, and I feel better about life now. And just want to let you all know about gluten. Pete, what is gluten to you? In the interest of honesty, I had my earphones out for everything that you just said since the icebreaker. You're a dirtbag. And I put them in right when you said, Pete, what is gluten to you? Oh, yeah? Why'd you take them out? Because I wanted to go over and get nail clippers because I have this thing and it's bothering me and I'm going to keep picking at it the whole show if I don't take care of it. I'm going to do internet dress-up dolls the entire time you're talking. As long as I can't hear the clicks, I'm okay with that because I have to edit that shit out and it's really annoying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is anyway. gluten to me? Gluten to me is a glorious product that comes from grains and makes everybody's tummies feel full and hearts feel light. According to celiac.com, very close. <laughs> Gluten is the general name for the proteins found in wheat, rye, and barley. And what gluten does is it helps foods maintain their shape, and it kind of acts as a glue that holds food together. Now, gluten is the bane of my existence because it causes me a lot of health problems that are not yet diagnosed that cause confusion on my end and on the end of people I know. Gluten once made me... I was going to say lose a friend, but more like lose an acquaintance because someone doubted my sensitivity to gluten. And um, On the flip side, me. I've been telling Marissa for years that she has gluten intolerance and she would deny it fervently herself. She'd be like, no, no, that's not it. That's not it. Yeah, I was in denial for a long time. 
But also, gluten causes people to judge me all the time. So I'll get to that. Gluten, like I said, is in wheat, barley, and rye. And wheat is commonly in bread, baked goods, cream soups, cream sauces, cereal, and a lot of salad dressings. Barley is in any type of malt, whether it's like malted milk, a malted milkshake, or any malt flavoring, food coloring, and in beer. And rye is in rye bread and cereals. And so any of those that you're eating, you're probably consuming gluten. Why is gluten a bad thing? Well, it's not a bad thing for everyone. Let me make that clear, because weird people be thinking gluten causes problems. Gluten causes problems, as far as anyone knows, to three types of people. People with celiac disease. Mm -hmm. That is um, a condition where gluten literally damages your small intestines and makes it so that the nutrients from the food cannot be absorbed. From all food or just no, gluten-y food? food. Okay. Yeah. And most people think that that's it. Like, that shut, close, close the door. Shut the book. No one else can eat gluten. But as I learned, you can have a non-celiac gluten sensitivity, and you can also have a wheat allergy. So what's the difference? Celiac disease and a non-celiac gluten sensitivity have a lot of symptoms in common. Pete, by the way, I just wanted to let you know, before this research, I did not know that anybody acknowledged a non-celiac gluten sensitivity as a thing, minus myself and, like, one doctor and the people who I make listen to me. I've heard Guys, of it. I've been out of my mind for, like, since I was, like, 25, and I'm 32 now. So celiac disease and non-gluten sensitivity can cause some of the following symptoms, and it even goes beyond this. Because I know someone with celiac who coughs up blood. <laughs> I've never seen that except for the one person, though. Um, so they can cause cramping, diarrhea, constipation, or the symptoms that I experience, which when I consume gluten, I get bone and joint pain, I get headaches, and I get severely fatigued. So that's those two things. Now, a wheat allergy is totally different. A wheat allergy causes you to itch, have hives, or go into anaphylactic shock. The reason I want to talk about this is because a lot of people eat gluten-free stuff and they don't have to. And I go to Shake Shack, which is a hamburger place by my house, and I say, can I have a gluten-free burger? And they say, sure, uh, gluten allergy or preference. And I don't technically have a gluten allergy. And if I say they have a gluten allergy, then they roll their eyes because they have to, like, change their gloves. They have to make it on a different grill. They have to, like, do so many things. I'm not that sensitive. I just can't eat gluten, but it could touch gluten. But if I say gluten preference, they equally roll their eyes because they're like, oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. Like, I bet you just think you're cool. Because hipsters are not eating shack. gluten. Well, I feel like most places. But that's the thing now. They always go gluten preference or, or or allergy. Anyway, so, yeah, there's a lot of people that don't need to be eating gluten-free that are because they think it's cool or because they think it's healthier or for some mysterious reason they think it'll make them lose weight. Which so, is a big lie. Yes, it is. So um, I don't have 2018 stats, but from a 2015 Gallup poll, the gluten-free lifestyle was quickly becoming one of the most popular diet trends in the United States. 
and one in five people were either reducing or totally eliminating gluten from their diet, which is insane. I feel like yes. this was also on the cusp of low carb. Yes and no. Yeah, exactly. To, I'll get to that. Okay. On the cusp, on the ass end. Yeah. I didn't mean the cusp. Exactly. And that's well, that's to me that's what the opposite of cusp is, ass end. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Only about 1% of the population has celiac disease, and that number hasn't changed in many years. So there's no reason why that many people should not be eating gluten. And even though celiac disease numbers remained stable during that time, the number of people following a gluten-free diet tripled from 2009 to 2014. And so, and then, like I said, some people can have a non-celiac sensitivity and some people can have a wheat allergy. There are less, like, studies and, like, surveys about that. So there might be some more of that in the mix. But there's a whole bunch that just aren't, okay? So why are other people going gluten-free? So first of all, Pete, who do you think are the people most, like, What's the demographic of people who aren't sick that are eating gluten-free? Uh, hipsters. Yeah. Um, housewives. That's and, just... uh, <laughs> and mostly kids in, like, third grade. <laughs> you don't believe what you just said. So, one uh, doctor from Rutgers University did uh, some studies. The research found that more women than men avoid gluten, and that the diet is most popular among 20 to 39-year-olds. And it's also popular among world-class athletes. Uh, and there was a survey done, and it said that 41% of the 910 world-class athletes and Olympic medalists said they followed a gluten-free diet at least half of the time. And some celebrities that at least followed a gluten-free diet in 2015, I don't know about now, uh, included two, Gwyneth Paltrow, Russell Crowe, and Kim Kardashian. And I don't mean this as a judge, but if you think it's going to make you lose weight, just look at Kim Kardashian. Ooh, sick Ooh. burn. F is huge. Yeah, but like I, that's that's like... I'm actually mystified. I'm like so in awe of people that have gigantic asses and tiny waists, but that's a whole other story. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Exactly. That's my side podcast. That's Big my ass little waist. Podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I love that people marketing takes advantage of this. I've seen gluten free shampoo. I have mm -hmm. seen uh, like gluten free lotion. I've seen gluten free makeup products. And newsflash, bitches, you can't get any gluten reaction like unless you ingest it. I don't know about celiac people, but like with the sensitivity and everything like that, you have to ingest the gluten. You don't just need to look at it. I've seen low gluten beer, which seems odd. It's like either get rid of it or don't. And then also, uh, yeah, I that's see, really weird. I see gluten free vodka a lot when it's rice I vodka. I was pretty sure potato. that all vodka was gluten free. Yeah. There's a lot of liquor that's already gluten free. Anyway, while gluten is life saving for people with an actual legitimate health concern, uh, it's actually not really healthy for people who don't have a problem. Uh, Gluten-free diets are lower in fiber than, like, regular diets. Gotta get and that poop on. Like a coupon? Great yeah, coupon? Yeah, you, you gotta get that poop on like a coupon. <laughs> okay. Clip, clip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so another thing that I didn't realize is wheat flour is fortified. Also, gotta admit it, I don't know what fortified meant until today it means you build a fort around it 
Shut up. In wheat flour, uh, they generally add folic acid, B vitamins, and iron. And rice flour, which is like the core thing used in gluten-free stuff, uh, isn't fortified. So, like, there's none of these vitamins added. So a lot of people with celiac or that are just eating gluten-free might end up with a vitamin B deficiency. Uh, also, by the way, the products are, like, absurdly expensive, just just to mention. But, yeah, yeah, so basically if you eat a gluten-free diet and you don't need to, you're going to be probably fiber deficient, probably vitamin B B deficient, Uh, calcium and zinc and folate. Those are some other things that are usually, like, in gluten foods that you won't be able to get. And some people, for some weird reason, think that, like, not eating gluten will make them lose weight or make them, like, feel better and more energized. And that's normally because... In order to avoid gluten, they generally cut out desserts and they generally cut out junk food. Like, nowadays there's more gluten-free stuff like that, but at least in the past, like 2015, you couldn't get a gluten-free cake easily. And, like, outside of a city, I think you still can't. So, like, eating gluten-free would just, like, be, like, eating really boring. Like, the only carbs you'd be able to have would be, like, rice and like oats and like quinoa you can still go crazy with sugar you can still go crazy with all the fats like all that sort yeah, of but stuff what the hell okay think of 2015 no no no. i'm just saying if you get like a gluten-free cupcake made out of rice flour and it's got oh, a yeah, yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. on it no, yeah. it's not good for you just because there's no gluten in it oh yeah exactly because my life is doomed i have a sugar sensitivity uh, also and yeah i can't eat gluten-free cakes because there's like a shit ton of sugar in them yeah, I can't eat any gluten-free desserts most of the time because you usually have a whole bunch of sugar. Do you ever wish that you could just change to like a like a feeding tube or like an IV drip and just stop eating altogether? Sometimes. I I do. Sometimes. I was I, reaching out for a connection. <laughs> I think I would waste away. I like guys. Let's just take a stroll down Marissa Lane and talk about all the dietary restrictions I have. I have. A gluten sensitivity. I have a sugar sensitivity. I have gastroparesis, which means I have delayed digestion, which means that I can't eat raw fruits, raw vegetables, nuts, beans, things that are high in fat, things that are high in sodium, or corn. And I have acid reflux. Which means I can't eat things with a high acid content. See, don't so, you feel like you have a better life now, listener? Exactly, bitches. Because <laughs> you should. <laughs> and that's the end of my presentation. <laughs> I just wanted really to bitch about my life. And bitch about you bitches that are eating gluten-free when you don't need to. And, like, making people, like, giving it a bad stigma and making people think that, like, I want to eat gluten-free for fun because I'm cool. My mom's friend is, I'm going to go with gluten sensitivity because I don't know if she's totally allergic to it. Although she did go to Chick-fil-A, she did get chicken that was not breaded and she still was, like, out of commission for, like, four days. Yeah, she's not maybe she's celiac or maybe she just has IBS. My mom was like, oh, I want to do something nice for her. So I made her a tray of gluten-free brownies with a box mix. And my mom had one of the brownies. She's like, these are really good. So, like, I ended up eating the tray of brownies. And, you know, <laughs> they're gluten-free. So it's not. And I'm like, no, mom, it is. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, you poor mommy.
So yeah, everyone, it's not better for you. Don't do it at all. It's like literally not better for you at all. Like unless you have a problem, there's no reason to do it, and it annoys me if you do it. It probably annoys anyone who has a problem. It's like a rich person walking around in poor clothes and going like, oh, don't I look poor? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you do, but you're not, okay? So stop it. I really yeah. am. <laughs> exactly. So. Do I have any questions about gluten? Yes. Not really. No. Yeah, I mean, I me it. neither. If you remember what I said at the beginning, that gluten caused me to lose a acquaintance, I either ate too much sugar or too much gluten. And my joints became stiff and achy, and sometimes my limbs fall asleep. So I developed a limp, and I couldn't use one of my legs correctly. And I was trying to walk normally, and one of my legs just gave out. And it was definitely due to what I ate, because when I eat gluten or too much sugar, my circulation is off, I lose feeling in my limbs, and they hurt. So I fell and I cut open my leg, I cut my arm, and then like I was limping even bad, even worse, and like I was like crying, it was like really upsetting to me, because I'm like only 32 and I like just fell walking, and like I look, I felt like, like it was like an old lady thing. So I have lunch with this guy who I was like hanging out with, and he sees I have like a band-aid, and I'm walking a little weird, and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, what the <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just imagining you going, gluten sensitivity <laughs> no, no, I, was like, I don't want to talk about it it's hard to explain he's like no just tell me and i was like i'm allergic to, to like something they can't really diagnose it but i either ate sugar or gluten and it kind of like messes with my joints and he kind of like smirked and said um yeah are you sure and he was like when did you eat this and i was like well i think i might have eaten something i didn't realize like a day or two ago he was like and he kind of like laughed. He was like, uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, that doesn't really make sense. And I was like, I don't, what, do you think I fucking make this up? Like, what the fuck, what kind of deranged person? There are so many layers for me to make that story up. I like, what, like, that's the dumbest thing to ever pretend I have. And then I just was so offended because like, I don't know. When you have an illness and people don't believe you, it's very embarrassing. It's only for them to, like, kind of shame you and, like, say you're faking it. Hashtag and silent getting... illness. <laughs> I'm Hashtag I believe her. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyone who tries to doubt, except for my mother, who periodically <laughs> doubts it and then realizes I have it again, yeah. uh, I will disown anyone except for my mother. Moms are complex. Yeah, so she's like, Oh, yeah. And that's why she's like, she don't have a problem. You don't. And I'm like, Mom, I've had it since I was 25. She's like, yeah, I don't know. She's like, just eat some gluten. Just eat a little bit. <laughs> you got to build up your uh, tolerance. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, guys. So, that's that. Plugs. Any plugs, Pete? Many years ago, a good friend of mine gave me the gangster rap coloring book. And I recently found it and started coloring pictures in it. So if you have a friend that you want to be nice to, get them the gangster rap coloring book. Unless they hate gangster rap, <laughs> then that might seem like an antagonistic <laughs> yeah. action. That was Marissa, by the way, who gave me that. You know what? I saw them. I was like, that's cool. Did I give that to him? But I didn't want to ask you. I don't know why. Yeah. What do I want to plug? Guys, 
I really like food ASMR videos. I know. And I recommend if you're really bored on a Friday night, you go into Instagram and you search the hashtag Ice ASMR. That's I-C-E-A-S-M-R to see a lot of pretty Asian women eating different colored ice. Now, I have a tooth sensitivity. A what? A tooth sensitivity. And and it hurts to watch some of those. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah, of course. For our last episode in the show notes, I posted a link to the woman who was eating cinnamon toast crunch with ice. No, but no. I mean, there's a thing not with them eating with ice in it. Them eating ice that has been put in a mold to look like combs or shoes. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I didn't understand the molds, but I understood. Oh, man. I was fascinated by the woman eating ice shaped like shoes. It's just looking like she was eating shoes. And the lady eating comb shaped ice, it was like she was eating a bunch of hair combs. What? Oh my god, by the way, someone in my. No, you know what I'll tell Somebody needs to start a blog. I'm sorry, I'll tell them in my next episode. <laughs> well, Bye. everybody, this has been a nice split show. Tune in next week for Pete talking about more health and wellness. Okay, bye! Bye! Bye.